2: It's the rumble and they did a rumble. Well, Tim and Joel call it in the ring. Last night was the Royal rumble. The one of the most interesting pay-per-views that WWE does. Uh, sorry. Uh, PLEs. Um, crap. What's that stand for again? Premium live Premium event. Live events. That's the one. Good stuff. But it was divisive. I assume. I assume it was divisive. I enjoyed the hell out of it well i enjoyed the hell out of the the two rumble both rumble matches and the the, the title event?
3: Fight. yeah i get it well yeah. <laughs> oh, you just said the title fight you didn't specify which one are you you were really into that bianca belair alexa bliss match i assume <laughs>
2: obviously yeah, an undeniable triumph that was
3: yes i'm sure everyone felt real great after that going to the back mm oh yeah anyway yeah we're gonna talk about the rumble we got plenty to talk about we do have a bit of an announcement that's gonna come later on tonight so hang out with us here it is those of
2: you who are watching and not watching uh the eagles game
3: (laughs) nobody nobody cares about the Bengals at fightful it's fine
2: no no one no not in conference final I mean, no. no. <laughs> thank we, you, those who are here.
3: We don't have anyone who's like trying to go to a Super Bowl hoping that the Bengals are there. We don't have that guy. It's
2: fine. Ugh, Super Bowl. It seems so loud. There's a big America show at the start of this this game.
3: Always a big America show. It's America.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's weird.
3: Yeah, it'd be like mod <laughs> Mike and just
2: watch both. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Split. Yeah. You know what? I might watch both. Oh, yeah. I mean.
3: <laughs> don't bother. While you're here, you can go ahead and leave a thumbs up on the video. I'm if you're watching up, us live, there. amazing. If you're watching us after the fact, even better. Just go ahead. Toss a thumbs up while you're here. Leave us a comment. If, uh, if you're here in the chat, hey, how are you? It's good to see you. If you're watching us after the fact, yeah, your comments go a long way. So go ahead. Drop them. Good, bad. I don't care. Just talk. You can tell. You can be like, ah, oh, I don't think Tim likes it anymore. Well, you know what? You know what? You can still tell Tim that. Just leave You it can
2: half the time you're right. At least <laughs> half. If not, like it's probably up to 80%. But my like, god, we've much broken. of it I enjoy.
3: <laughs> and you can subscribe to us here at FIFA Overbooked because we are over 13,000 strong and we're continuing to build. So we want more people putting their eyes here on FIFA Overbooked because that is a pretty cool way to hang out with us. A cool way to support us financially are with your super chats. Go ahead. You can donate one here at youtube.com slash Fightful Any amount, get your question or statement right on the air. We pull up chats all the time, but you know, if you want to give us a little financial support, a little financial backing, we appreciate it every time. So go ahead, support us here. And you can join oh. our Discord. There's a link in the description because the Fightful Overbooked Discord does exist much to the chagrin of both Sean Ross Sapp and Jimmy Van. I told Jimmy about the uh, the Discord on, on the select Q&A that we did.
2: Did he get angry at you?
3: <laughs> no. He was just like, we have a Fightful Overbook Discord. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we do. He's like, I had no idea. I'm like, yeah, nothing to Sean. It's fine. Just don't tell Sean. It exists. And uh, here's the, the latest one is just booyaka, booyaka, dipshit son.
2: Oh, that was such a good bit. <laughs> yeah, we're focused. Okay. <laughs> uh,
3: all right, let's go. Yeah, the Discord chat was fun last night. I, I did pop in and out. We were doing a watch along uh, on Overbooked, so uh, thank you, Mod Mike, and and uh, of course, I assume Mod Dan was there too, hanging out. And uh, yeah, it's good, it's good chat. It's it's the road to WrestleMania, Tim. This was an enjoyable. Beginning. So
2: many sign points. So many sign points last night. Cody points.
3: Cody Rhodes was excited to point to the sign last Oh, night.
2: he savored that moment. He mm-hmm. he he just like swirled it around in his mouth and just like slowly stuck that finger towards it. It was he savored it. He said not
3: before it. he did the two sweet and the finger guns for the Bucks and the all a,
2: for the elite. Yeah, he's a very cool man, is why.
3: Yes, of course. Or as as certain uh, people who call into certain wrestling shows call him a two faced liar. Oh. that shit makes me laugh every time by the way
2: yeah it's i don't know cody's always been cody none (laughs) of this is like like i'm not gonna say his surprise was or his departure wasn't a surprise but like he is cody (laughs) like it wasn't like he was having a fun time there audience wise he
3: wasn't in front of the audience i don't know behind the scenes doesn't matter but Mm, like mm. i don't know you i assume you didn't watch the press conference last night after the show
2: oh hell no yeah it was
3: 1 a.m even.
2: Even I, I I had a gig. I didn't get home until three. I watched the 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 whole Rumble this morning, bleary eyed, like curled up on my couch.
3: (laughs) You just got the the baby like right here, and you're just literally how
2: it was. He was eating crackers out of the bag, like (laughs) like a like an old man watching football, and it was just we were just sitting on the couch together.
3: (laughs) A one parenting Tim, right there. (laughs) Uh, I'm not much better. Mine sits on my lap while we do this. Anyway, uh, not all the time, but anyway. With Cody at the presser, so it there it's it's the Mountain Dew pitch black post press post show pretty nuts, <laughs> and like they have members of the media there, and like uh. Sean and Denise are there, and then like Nick from Wrestling and because they're like basically there's like media members that, that I know and that other people personality-wise people know. Uh, and then there's other like WWE people there, like Ryan Satin's there is for WWE on Fox, and you got Matt Camp there who hosts the bump, and so on and so forth. Uh, and they're they're asking questions too. Uh Cody comes out. And he, because they had both Royal Rumble winners. So they had Rhea Cody and they had Bray Wyatt and they had Triple H. Uh, So Cody comes out and of course he's like the one who stays the longest because he loves to talk. And the first thing he does is sits down and says, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what no one else is doing. And he takes a bottle of Mountain Dew Pitch Black that's sitting on the table and he takes a swig. And he's like, I'm going to be honest, guys. Tastes pretty damn good. And I was like, in that moment, I'm like, this is the Cody I need.
2: That's Cody. That's Cody. He's, he's a shill and he's just like a kind of dork. Like he's a pro yeah. wrestling ultra dork. It's hilarious. And, and he like, seems all right. I don't think we'd be good buddies, but like, I wouldn't find him unpleasant to be around. I don't think
3: I, yeah, I think I would enjoy being in a room with him and other people.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I'd, I'd like
3: be like at a table with like my partner and then him and his partner I I feel like the four of us would not mesh as as people.
2: No, like face to face, too much. But like office acquaintance, I think he I think he does his work quite well. On his as long as I don't need to rely on him, like it's all good.
3: (laughs) He also like he clearly gets what this game is. Like oh yeah yeah, doing to be the guy. But also like he
2: figured it out eventually. It took a long time.
3: (laughs) Yeah yeah no it did. But but like the point I'm trying to make here is that he is the he is the perfect guy for this job right now because he is willing to go above and beyond for every reason and you know who who was also that person and still is to a certain degree it's Miz. like yeah, Miz, yeah, conti- yeah, he
2: absolutely press as like,
3: well he'll do media at any time he sounds good he looks good like he always knows how to play that part and cody is doing that now as well like you he's the guy that you can see this is a common trope now on good morning america the night after wrestlemania blah 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 wwe title around his waist and that's fine. And, and and there's also a certain amount of, like, hilariousness to the way Cody is, like, sitting at this presser and answering questions pretty, you know, uh, pretty eloquently and, and diplomatically. He, and,
2: he feels like a politician, although he would yes. never make it in, pol- in actual politics. Um, he does I mean, act and carry himself as a politician, which is very beneficial for, like medius junkets like for the doing this stuff like yes
3: well the bar is pretty low in terms of making it as a politician yeah
2: good so. america you all get
3: some <laughs> senator in atlanta one day i'm sure he has those aspirations still uh and everyone's just like he's gonna run as a democrat I'm like no he's not <laughs> he's definitely not anyway i thought it was just fun he uh at one point they get to the final question and like Byron Saxton is the host of this thing. And he's trying to get this thing, the press conference, like moving along. Cause triple H was next. So they're like, no more questions. And Cody's like, Oh, come on, let's take one more. And then they call firing <laughs> calls on Sean and Cody's oh like, God. Oh God, you're not going to make the last question from Sean Ross Sapp. And Sean gets up and they have a little repartee. i uh, like, we'll go all night. And then Sean kind of makes an allusion to the um, contract news. when, he was working on a handshake deal. Cody was with AEW and about to become a free agent. And Cody's like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. Was, he's like, "I wonder who broke that story." And Sean just goes deep into the mic. And he's just like, "Netflix on a WWE <laughs> wrestler." He got the plug in. I was popping. I thought that was just good phenomenal.
2: job, Byron. You yes. let that happen. You did <laughs> not control the room.
3: <laughs> it was it, it was just the best. I'm just like yeah, Byron is fired. He's never. <laughs> They're going to say, like, Monday Night Raw is just going to be the Kathy Kelly backstage show from now on.
2: Hey, that sounds like a step up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Some ways it does. Uh, let's talk about the men's rumble. So we know yeah, Rumba! Cody wins from number 30. Gunzer is the last man out, the first man in. And, of course, the joke I made last night that kind of broke the room was uh, that Cody was not only doing it for America – but he was eliminating Gunter for 1945
2: in World War II. Holy hell! <laughs> that's a that's something. What I what I particularly appreciated from this is that Cody did 30, which is like the least heinous way to be given the crown that was very clearly going towards him. Yes. Um, but also, it came at a cost because he comes back from his torn pec injury, and the thing they give him is. Okay, but at the end of it, you got to do like 15 minutes with Gunther just slapping the shit out of your chest.
3: Yeah, I got to test it somehow. Exactly,
2: and and if and if it doesn't tear again, we'll let you do a WrestleMania, but not before that.
3: If you break it again, Gunther's going to Mania. We're gonna yeah, call yeah. an audible.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I love that. I love that the his first true test is just getting his peck just beat to tar, <laughs> like. Yes.
3: Some fun stuff in the match. I mean, I you gotta feel bad for uh, for Kofi Kingston.
2: I kind of don't. I kind of don't feel bad because at this point, it feels like that lesson should have been learned. Um, this is now at least the second, maybe third time they've done this. It happened last year, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's
3: it's the second. It's not uh, yeah. okay,
2: but it needs to I like.
3: So. That sucks.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's a shame. What made it worse was commentary leaving it kind of open. That mm-hmm. that made it ultra bad for me like i didn't really see it too clearly i thought maybe he hit it but like his foot was up on the chair you could have just done it but they're pretty they're like to their credit despite the fact that this the entrance order seems to be not worth a damn anymore they are very meticulous about the the foot placement and if you screw up your bit you're just out like
3: yeah it it was a really strange moment only because um he went over to the chair. It looks like he overshot whatever he was working towards. It and looks, looked like, like it hurt. <laughs> yeah, he, he looked like he like jammed his neck going into the chair, which luckily has padding. And then he just fell over and just played dead until they finally got him up and he walked to the back. Uh, and, then, you know, it sucks because it, it, you know, it looked hard to pull off. He's done a chair spot before. Yeah. Or he did like a walk around the ramp. And then got on a chair and pogoed it. I think this time he was going to try and chair surf his way back. Uh, Regardless, whatever it was supposed to be, didn't do it. And that's two years in a row. So now Kofi, I mean, listen, egg on your face. That sucks.
2: I I think even one, like it just shouldn't like see the writing on the wall. Like it's just harder to make it crazier and crazier. The first few were not that like bananas. So although last year's wasn't really either, it just didn't work out. But
3: yeah, cross, not cross. Sorry, Uh, Kofi was trying to do. Like a, a barricade spot, and then that's he, it. He was
2: just supposed <laughs> to hop on the barricade and plant his uh, the the front part of his feet, but didn't.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a strange one. So, as uh, so, so I was gonna say, carrying Cross, because he's on my screen right now. Cross uh, comes in at number seven, gets eliminated very quickly <laughs> by Drew. Eventually, Caren Cross, who by the way defeated or was defeated by Rey Mysterio the night before on. Yeah.
2: TV. So i i think that's the thing like given every, I, it's just not it's a shame because like some of the bits are there and it's mostly that entrance is really dope but like whatever it is carrying cross just can't at this point he still feels like one of those guys who like 20 years from now you'll be watching like a replay of one of these pay-per-views and he'll be like this this lower mid card guy you had completely forgotten was even there. Like that's kind of where his th- stuff is plateaued. And it's just, I think it's just because he, it, there's bits of him that take it over serious, but there's like a goofiness to it. And like, some of his look isn't all together. Like the tattoos are a shame. I feel like what he has doesn't really jive with what he's doing. And once that's there, it's there.
3: There's something
2: there. There's... I preferred him without hair as well. Maybe oh, really? biased, but
3: I don't mind the hair. Oh, yeah, exactly. You're just, you're just showing your hair bias. I, I mean, so am I. Cause I like his hair. Uh, I don't know. I just, it's not that I expect cross to be a number one contender for the title. Like right away. I think,
2: no, no, no. It would have to build. But
3: honestly, I think eventually we might just see like Cody versus cross as a title program, like yeah. a
2: quick one month thing, like a transitional Yeah, yeah. Like,
3: yeah. like a, like a quick establish Cody further as a champion when like in the, in the summer type of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, I
2: see that but, but uh, yeah, there's still time. Like it's just right now, like his, his, all of his promos come up, come across as like a bit one note. Like they're all just like,
4: <laughs>
2: like <laughs> I'm a mean man. And it's like, yeah, you're kind of mean, I guess you got a weird witchy wife. That's cool.
3: I mean, listen, good, good for him because uh, she's a very, uh, she's a very good looking
2: woman. He's doing all right. should yeah. probably just get a flamethrower or something rather than her weird cards.
3: So they were, <laughs> they were talking earlier about, uh, Not they, like there was an interview that that Cross did with uh, Scarlett. They were talking about having, they were going to start a family before they got the call to come back to WWE. So Triple H effectively is family planning. (laughs) Triple H is a condom, is what I'm getting at. Yeah,
2: that's, yeah. (laughs) I see Jason in the chat saying that
3: he's going to be 25 years old at midnight. Congratulations. Happy birthday upcoming. Uh, talk, Talk to me when you're in your mid 30s and everything hurts anyway brock lesnar comes out
2: hey that was dope didn't mind that at all
3: brock comes out number 12 and of course he gets the pyro because it's brock uh this was fun like he house on fire gets rid of escobar gets rid of dawkins gets rid of gable uh both three profits were in and out it kind of felt a little bad but also
2: well and that's okay part of it there was something special about ford's elimination i don't know what it was like it felt like a Yeah, it happened fast. He also, like, planted it like, two feet real hard. But, like, I don't know. The outrage that, like, it felt like the crowd had for that was just, like, an early tease. He's like, he's not there yet, but he's coming.
3: coming." Yeah, it's one of those, like, I I have a disinterest in seeing tag teams, like, active tag teams in the Royal Rumble because there hasn't, like, no one thinks that this active tag team member is going to go in. No, there's no and win yeah like kofi kofi wasn't in a tag like he was part of new day but like kofi wasn't a tag team member of new day at that point yeah when he when he won um like when he went to wrestlemania and and did the thing uh because he didn't win the rumble but yeah anyway you get the point i'm trying to make that having the street profits come in or having new day come in like or or otis and gable like there's no reason to do it because they're already in a tag team
2: um there was like some stuff i i didn't mind how the street profits worked out with this i didn't mind how like because that they did they fulfilled the role of like padding a spot in the rumble and doing some clownery and like well not not the street profits but i'm speaking specifically alpha academy did their bit um otis being the bowling ball that he is like of course they're going to want him in there um with dawkins he came in and he he like once again showed you that he is very good like and people should stop sleeping on him like when they eventually do move on to a different gimmick like he is still a viable personality and they should absolutely continue to build and support him um and then montez ford not getting the big shine was also like again i feel like it was just like it's coming but it's not this year there's
3: this yeah, there's this like underlying feeling that they're gonna have a a, a bunch of lo- a bunch of losses and then they're both gonna look at each other and say fam this ain't working and then they're gonna slap five do their thing and then whoosh, opposite directions and they're not gonna be upset at each other they're just like a, a respectful. Uh, going of separate ways and then they can reteam later. I think that's the way to do it cuz clearly they have plans for Tez. Clearly Dawkins has been working his ass off to be a cuz that's the thing. he
2: knows what's coming and he's yeah. he's like I'm not just going to lay down and let this happen. Like I am going to show that I am damn good. And he's leaned out a little bit even. Like he's yeah. just all like you can tell he's busting ass and I hope they recognize that.
3: So uh, before Lashley makes his entrance, I love that Gunther and Lesnar have a stare down. Yeah, and yeah. they don't do much. In fact, Lashley's music hits, and that's the first time they touch. And that is Gunter doing the slap. Brock no selling it, and then Gunter's like, oh fuck this guy," and he just does it onto someone else. And then that's that's when Bobby comes in and he eliminates uh, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar gets pissy and throws stuff around. Beats a Baron Corbin, which I loved. And then Seth Rollins comes out, and Seth, of course, is Seth, and throws you know, throws Corbin into the ring just to get him out. And it was,
2: uh, that was was actually pretty smooth spot. Like flowed effortlessly.
3: Uh, Ray Mysterio comes out. Uh, The the
2: only other, there were two things that I really found disappointing about this rumble. One was Kofi's thing and then no Ray replacement. It's just like a a missed opportunity.
3: I didn't mind that because I think there's a larger story to tell. I, I think the ray replacement would have been okay
2: so at the end what i'm saying is like oh, no, after no. cody you don't you did think i don't think cody needs to be 30 30 like they could have just added another little one clearly gonna lose person
3: who, who like, madcap moss who was supposed to be in the rumble he's the only one that didn't make it out of all that but um
2: no like put a joker put like you know the, no. who's, the, who's the santino equivalent of today madcap moss thank you no hey, don't see. you put that on him
3: Eh, well, here we are. Uh, listen, just because he's my champion doesn't mean I can't, you know, be be realistic about this. Okay. I know what I'm doing
2: here. Should have thrown Gable Steveson out there to suck and lose.
3: Yeah, there's plenty of time for that. Anyway, uh, Rey Mysterio does not come out. And then the story becomes, uh, first of all, I don't like the idea that people are like, oh, now there's an empty spot. No, there isn't. Rey was supposed to be there. Rey got beat up. No one's replacing him. He's just yeah. out of the match. There will be repercussions later when we've discussed And I like
2: that. I liked the, the Dom taking the mask and everything. I liked that bit. I, I disagree. I think that it's the Royal Rumble. Like, put as many people in it as you can. Like, So,
3: hold on. We don't know that Dominic was the one who beat up his
2: dad. No, we're assuming. Which is also intriguing. But also, like, we're going to WrestleMania. Like, what's happening? It's going to be Dom versus Ray.
3: I, I would be perfectly okay if it turns out that it's cross who took out Ray and we just continue that fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine with me. It doesn't, that doesn't hurt me at all. So I, I'm okay with that. Uh, either way uh, you have, yeah, Ray Mysterio doesn't come out, but then Dominic comes out wearing the mask and he can't rip the mask, which is hilarious in and of itself. Uh, it's fun. And then listen, as we get into it now, it's the story of um, the judgment day coming in one by one. Booker T comes out and does his shtick and gets eliminated <laughs> immediately. Thank God. Uh, but I really, I'm a really, really big fan of having this story, like different stories coming in and coming out at the right time in the rumble, right? I,
2: th- I thought it flowed very well. Like it yeah. was a very long rumble, as you know, but yes. Gunther breaking the record. But like, I thought it flowed really well. I didn't, I wasn't bored at any moment to tell you the truth. Like, I really enjoyed the whole thing.
3: Yeah. So Edge comes out finally. He had been kind of spotted around and, uh, eventually gets priest and balor out and then balor and priest come back and do that stupid thing where they get edge out of the match i don't like that and then of yeah, course, I, I just
2: the rules are never applied like it was
3: no disqualification in the role it's like why? why like why but that's
2: later on they they prevent xia lee from bringing her pole <laughs> like <laughs> bullshit kind of let tough. her hit people with the stick
3: so then they they go towards the uh, the top of the ramp and then out comes beth phoenix the Spears Rhea Ripley, and I'm a big fan of that. I'm hey man, I think if we get to Edge and Balor versus Rhea and Beth at uh, the Elimination Chamber, that's a huge match. But the problem is, Rhea can't lose on her way to Mania, like she just unless Finn is pinned by Edge. Like, Edge okay, so we're gonna get deeper into this later. But if Sammy's gonna have the Elimination Chamber world title match, like he, it's if it's gonna be him and Roman. And he's gonna lose in his hometown. You can't have Edge in his home country lose a match, but you also can't have Maria Ripley, the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble, lose a match on her way to the main event of WrestleMania. It's a very know, weird place. It's where-
2: Montreal edge is the most ontarian like canadian in the world he is yeah, not yeah. at all like
3: he's for Canadian. people are going to cheer for him i i'm um, tempted to go to to elimination chamber i, I
2: mean me and another buddy were talking about it because like oh, man february in montreal so
3: <laughs> oh, well, it's but it's also long weekend for for us in ontario not for them
2: that's oh, family day weekend that's the best possible like so we'll, not be, okay we'll, yeah, we'll, 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 I, I don't know i, yeah, I, I might, gotta figure out the accommodation i got another person who might be into it so i got a buddy who lives in in uh in montreal hmm, with a house so
3: uh yeah I, I see eric in the chat being like they used to show them in movie theaters here in canada funny story i went to the very first one that cineflex ever shown uh a wwe pay-per-view in and that was the 2000 royal rumble and I was Cactus Jack and Triple H in the WWE title match. Oh,
2: that's a good was, one.
3: And that was the street fight. And oh, I was yeah. 15 years old. I'm old
2: by the. Oh way. no, that's so too-
3: I, I'm a kid, <laughs> and I'm watching this like bloody ass street fight. Yeah, I was at that uh, way back in the day. Uh, I loved that watching wrestling in the theater. I know, like when AEW started doing it, everyone was like, "Oh, this sounds so cool." And I'm like, "No, it it's cool, but it's not as like cool as you're making it sound because I, I did it." <laughs> Anyway, go watch wrestling in the theater sometime. It's actually a fun, a fun experience. Yeah. Uh, as long as you're not sitting with complete dorks. So maybe don't go watch wrestling in the movie. Yeah,
2: it's just go, go to a bar. There's a bunch bar. of bars that show them.
3: Remember Don Cherry's? I mean Don Cherry oh. the human's garbage. Remember the yeah, bar? Yeah, yeah I remember the bar. Yeah. I mean, we used to do that back when I was a kid. <laughs>
2: I assume real sports shows it, which is a weird place.
3: Good. We I mean, they're they're owned by MLSE. We're getting into like a Toronto tangent. That yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not understand. Uh, MLSC are the owners of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. So there you go. I, I'm sure you can figure out who who they own. Not the Blue Jays. Anyway, Austin Theory comes out, and uh, sure, why not?
2: He does his theory stuff. He's there, and he makes it to what the final four, I think like he's pretty deep in yeah he, you know he Final continues time. to be theory doing theory things
3: yeah listen he's a u.s champ you got to make it make it look good make him look good uh ricochet comes in number 28 and then behind him is logan paul makes a surprise appearance and what's the first thing they do be badass <sighs> do us that I, I in the moment i was like oh that's a fun spot and then the other part i'm just like i i retweeted this earlier you know, the Simpsons episode where they talk about the Simpson gene and yeah. and all the Simpsons are dumb. All the Simpson men are dumb. And they, they showed the, the two Simpson men with pots on their heads going around mm-hmm. in a circle and hitting each. That's what this was to me.
2: That's perfect. Exactly. Because it's Logan Paul and also ricochet, like explicitly ricochet is hilarious. Like it was perfect. I loved it. I loved yes. everything about it. It was hilarious.
3: Anyway, Logan Paul just kind of hangs out on the outside afterwards. Cody Rhodes comes out number 30. And uh, now we're into like a long match between Gunter and Cody Rhodes. After we get through all the eliminations, Uh, Seth Rollins is eliminated by Logan Paul. What do you think? Are we going to do Logan Paul and Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania now? Do you want to see that?
2: I don't know. I think that that they would have some chemistry. Again, like, I don't know. Logan Paul has been doing well. I begrudgingly say that, but like time plus money, like it's,
3: it's funny because it's a standout match. It would be two years in a row where Seth has a match. That's not a title match, but it's still a marquee match based on the opponents.
2: It's not him getting dumped on. That's for sure. Like that is a focal point of WrestleMania. If it happens, like that's a big event. So uh,
3: Cody's going to be on Logan Paul's show, by the way. So that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes i i know cyclops thank you for the cheer. thank you for the bits i said that specifically it was the simpson men suffering from the gene and not the women thank you um maybe you're behind on this on the stream i don't know but either way uh cody won cody's like i did it i did it points to the sign and here we are uh
2: good which was like yeah yeah i enjoyed it i really did i i I think that they did really well for gunther in this that was like a really important thing they did damn well for drew and seamus in it like I'm back. Um, you yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of dipped for a second. Uh, yeah. Like, I think that, I think that they managed like managing everyone's kind of state, like the, their own, uh, how popular they are, how like what future plans are. Like, I think they, they managed competing priorities very, very well in this match. Um, even Braun Strowman got his regular thing. The Braun and Ricochet stuff was actually kind of funny. They were doing pretty decently in the ring. So, it was good i liked it and cody won which was the assumption i'm glad he came in at 30 i think that that's the right call
3: i wanted i wanted cody to come in at 11 i mentioned this on the watch along and on other stuff that i did throughout the week uh there was a the number 11 has significance for multiple reasons on the wwe side it was that no one's ever won from the 11 spot and that's a that's a wwe thing right yeah. first time ever uh the other thing uh, as i mentioned on the watch along is that uh all of this WWE title stuff for Cody is based around his dad. And so dream, if you don't know, uh, his birthday was on the 11th and he died on the 11th, Mm. not of different months, but still on the 11th, 11. Yeah. The number 11 has some significance. So I thought maybe they would go through that. But again, I like the way that they told this, this story one versus 30 in terms of uh, the, the entrance, the last two. And it it was a good match. Uh, Never a doubt in my mind that it was going to be Cody because of the way they built the field. It was very much like Cody got all the shine and it all works for what we're expecting at WrestleMania.
2: And I think they like, they decided on 30 just because like, look, it's his first thing back. Like let's not (laughs) make it too crazy
3: uh psychos better than logan with the with the bits thank you very much yeah. <laughs> by the way we're on twitch.tv slash fightful gaming or co-streaming by the way uh remember when people thought that walter was buried for changing his name yeah i agree i always said it's just gonna it's gonna blow over like everything else
2: yeah i didn't um, like walter gunther like it is kind of funny because gunther is just like okay no, no no it was bad when they when he had a last name it's a good thing they got rid of the last name
3: yeah the, i think the outcry and the oh i think there was a lot of people just like faking outrage, but there was a right amount of outrage in terms of like, this is why it's wrong. But then the people who were absolutely throwing everything out the window were, you know, over the, they're
2: too much. Yeah. Like with the name stuff, there's so many considerations. So like there's stuff to be annoyed about. Yeah. And, but like, it's not the end of the world. Like for example, EO Shirai, EO sky, like,
3: Oh, that never bugged me.
2: What, what bugs me about it is that they continue to use the tagline, which no longer works. Like that's the, that's the only issue is that you can't say EO sky genius of the sky. You're rhyming a rhyme. Like, I hate that um, EO Shirai genius of this guy works, but that's literally it. That's my only gripe with it is that they've wanted to continue to use her nickname and it doesn't, it doesn't flow.
3: Yeah. Uh, let's talk about my favorite match of the night.
2: <laughs> the mountain new pitch black match. But look, somehow the glow bowling of wrestling, it was like,
3: dude all i wanted to do was go to laser quest and play big ass game of laser tag after this match
2: honestly like like i'm trying to
3: all night laser tag place
2: it's not as bad as it could have been it really wasn't like yes because the match was like five minutes long yeah yeah they kept it short la night got a cool little table spot it was like what do you what do do you do
3: the table spot was like as a result of a bit of a they they had a botched sequence going into it too like yeah. they couldn't get it set up properly to do the uh the big suplex spot and then they lost their footing like bray was not bray's not known for being a prolific athlete no and he certainly didn't put that on display last night either
2: yeah not a lot of athleticism uh including whoever did the uncle howdy jump and wwe is slightly better but this had like big squishy ramp jericho jump vibes like it was oh
3: that was, we're going to get to that in a second. Yeah. The, the kendo stick spot, I thought was just, it was silly, but hilarious at the same time, mainly because of that multicolored kendo stick.
2: Well, it was because the second the lights go off and it's like, oh, li- everyone just happens to be wearing all the black light shit. <laughs> like I mean,
3: The only one that made perfect sense was LA Knight wearing the neon Because he shirt. always
2: does. Like
3: Yeah, he always wears bright gear. So when he comes out in the yellow, I'm like, oh, that's going to look badass. And it did. And he's got the armband, which makes it even cooler. Then you got yeah. Ray who comes out, and he's like everyone was making fun of him, being like, Oh, he's got ronda Rousey's makeup specialist he did, because he's yeah. got stupid raccoon eyes going. <laughs> and then the lights go
2: out and he's got all the look uh, He's got a whole bunch going on with his face. And, and then like
3: Mountain Dew tattoo look on his, on his arm.
2: <laughs> was that for real?
3: Well, I mean, it's not a tattoo, but it was but it a was, tat yeah. tattoo. It was so funny and so
2: stupid. And like what was the popcorn fluorescent? What what the hell was all that stuff?
3: So it looked like it was um like flakes of Lexan or like like um yeah, you know, like plastic. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like I know why it was out there and what it really was. was But like
3: when you know it. I
2: know, but that's what I mean. Like at least try to make it make sense, but I guess not it's there because it looked cool. I noticed McAfee had a bowl of popcorn for some insane reason, which I can't imagine actually putting in your mouth while trying to do that job. Like what, what an insane thing. I know it's Pat McAfee doing it. So he definitely was, but it's the stupidest thing.
3: By the way, apparently uh, it was, it was not known to Michael Cole and the, the rest of the team that Pat McAfee was coming back
2: last night, and I think that's that was very me. fun. I I didn't know it was a huge surprise that I really loved. I was very mm-hmm. excited about that
3: when it happened, and, and like Pat came out, you can see Michael Cole. They like they sh- do a shot of him, and he like stands up like a lost puppy. He's like he's oh, like I was God. just on the phone with you, you bastard. <laughs> like, <laughs> like my best friend is back. It was it was nice. It was a nice uh, was wholesome nice, moment. Yeah. So the back in the ring, uh, it just. It wasn't
2: good. Like, no, game. it wasn't anything. It was just whatever. Like,
3: yeah. Bray wins with the sister Abigail. Yeah. And then he Ooh. goes and he puts on this weird mask that I. You were a kid once, Tim.
2: Yeah. You
3: remember this guy? Yeah. <laughs> you remember Gigabyte from Reboot? I, yeah. I, if you're a Canadian and you ever watched the show Reboot, this is what Bray Wyatt looked like last night after his. uh, his moment when he comes with that stupid mask. Uh, why?
2: I, I don't know. I don't know what any of this was. And then they do their little walkie fight.
3: Yeah, they do a the
2: crash pad.
3: They do a walk and brawl. They go to the whatever the area was that was next to the hard cam. And then you have Uncle Howdy go and miss by a mile jumping off the uh, the top, doing a trust fall onto La Knight. Yeah, who? Uh, I, sorry, I forgot. Explodes.
2: About that. Who then explodes like a car in a movie? Like, <laughs>
3: well, I guess La Knight is dead now, and uh, we're never going to see him again. And that's unfortunate because I really like La Knight. Yeah. Um, and then of course the, the the puppets are the live action creepy puppets are watching from the top of the
2: yeah the, the ramp there. Part right? of me wanted Uncle Howdy to just make a ridiculous like. Hee-hoo! As he jumped down, that would have made it better for me. But yeah. looked
3: like he was very uh, unsure of himself as he started to make that dive.
2: Yeah, yeah. It looked like it looked like the Vince McMahon coached fall, like the mm-hmm. one on mm-hmm. that WrestleMania without the audience. Like it looked exactly like that fall.
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Going back to Pat McAfee, this was my absolute favorite thing was
3: listening to pat on the call for this match because pat hasn't been around no to see this like this new bray wyatt since the return so every moment something happens he's like what the hell is
2: this and he's like what is going on like it was very funny because he clearly like like he has not been watching the product and they don't mind that he makes that clear
3: yes and it was very funny he's just like who's this guy and Michael Cole's like that's uncle howdy. uncle howdy
2: <laughs> and okay I'm-
3: And in that moment, that's like one of those. If you and I were sitting on the couch watching this show at home, and you haven't watched the show in like six months, and that would have been you would have been like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And I would have been like, "That's Uncle Howdy," and you would have been like, "Who's Uncle Howdy?" Be like, "Nobody knows, Uncle Howdy." Yeah, Yeah. nobody knows. Just go with it, bro. It's very funny. Anyway, so that was that was the pitch black match, and then I'm
2: glad it was second. (laughs)
3: Conrad Thompson later on tweets out something like you got to, you got to assume that Mountain Dew is going to want to run something like that back. Right. And, uh, I think (laughs) Matt Coon, who used to host the gentleman villain podcast, uh, with, uh, with William Regal, he he replies and tweets out. Yeah. They'll call it the do over. (laughs)
2: Uh huh. (laughs) Like the second you said, I was like, I know where this is going.
3: Oh, it's fantastic. I love seeing
2: what like that. That's great. (sighs)
3: Uh, Bianca Valera and Alexa Bliss have a match. It was fine. It wasn't really important. It was know.
2: fine. They looked kind of rough and kind of bad. At, it wasn't at good. Both. Like, it was all over the place. Bliss, like,
3: Bliss is not performing as someone who wants to be there. She itself. seems
2: very sad. I don't know what's going on.
3: Like, you can chalk it up and be like, oh, that's lore. But no, I honestly think she's just like...
2: The, well, that's the thing. They're shouting at each other. It's like, you couldn't leave well enough alone. <laughs> like, I was like, what the f-? Are you talking? About- Commentary is like, I don't know what she's talking about. Yeah, because she's yeah. just nuts, I guess.
3: And then Uncle Howdy shows up on the screen. He's like, Do you feel in charge? And it's like, Well, no, because I just lost.
2: And, and I've been this- given this gimmick I hate. Exactly. <laughs>
3: like- uh Women's Royal Rumble match Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan are the final two. They come in, they go the distance. Rhea Ripley wins wire it.
2: Wire to wire as Michael Cole said 8,000 times throughout the night. That's the
3: that's the theme of the night. What do you think of the Women's Royal Rumble overall before we get into the the funny shit that happened?
2: Uh overall I enjoyed it as well. I thought the finish was very good. I was very very happy with the finish and I'm very very happy with Rhea Ripley winning.
3: Becky Lynch comes in halfway at number fifteen. Um, she was my pick at the end of the day when I saw the 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 field uh, yeah. doesn't win, and I guess they're going to continue the the stuff with uh, damage control.
2: Yeah, that that I'm surprised by, but
3: they got to do the main events cage match redo on Raw because of every the, all the outcry and all that, and and I don't think that you can do that match, do a steel cage at Elimination Chamber because. Where are you going to put the cage? (laughs) It's a cage in the chamber. Cage inside of a cage. Cage. and It's going to be a cage inside of a cage with Nick Cage as a special commentator. Brian Cage is going to come and sign with WWE. He'll be Uh, He'll be the no,
2: no, 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 no. Everyone who comes to WWE has to do like six months to a year in Impact first, because Impact doesn't sign anyone for longer than that. It seems fine. Brian Cage Jordan Jordan Grace.
3: Grace. No,
2: no, he's got to go back there for six months, and then he can come to WWE.
3: My God, he doesn't even get seven bucks there. (laughs) I can't do that. Uh, Yeah, so there was. Listen, Emma was in the match, and Candice LeRae was in the match. Like there was some good standout. It was
2: very like here's the Triple H people. Yeah. To no and, reaction, which is a shame because they're all very talented. It's just their characters have had zero development because there's no women's tag division. There's no, like, you know.
3: Asuka comes out and is looking badass everyone's mentioning the kind of look and the the face paint and the new gear and i thought it's great i i she's needed this refresh for a while i'm glad we got it what do you think of that uh the
2: moveset that? felt reinvigorated too like she just she seemed lighter in her step like in the ring in general like i think she just put on a, a damn good performance and she seems like back into it she's um hair. that's what yeah did it. yeah yeah it was weighing into thats
3: right. Uh, And then Piper Niven comes back. It's not Dewdrop anymore.
2: I know. And then commentary does a very annoying bit for for like a full couple of minutes. And I'm just like, okay, yeah. You could just explicitly say she was named Dewdrop. The one line that was good out of that was Eva Marie, like, feels like jealous somewhere, which is incredibly mean, but like not wrong
3: We got a little meaner because to meaner oh, out. Know, no not to meaner. chelsea green comes out
2: yeah that was funny
3: she comes out and and so two things happen first of all she's in and out in 10 seconds not even like four seconds
2: it was a and record it was five yeah
3: yeah so beats the live morgan record which actually this is the this was the rumble to do it because you were trying to establish live morgan as someone who was credible in the royal rumble this year yeah. uh and then as, as she gets thrown out you've got uh, Corey Graves screaming out, "I didn't even have a chance to make fun of her fun husband." Of her
2: husband, very I good. That was
3: fantastic.
2: Yeah, and that's the, these little things are are nice because like they're one off lines that like a lot of people aren't going to get, but it doesn't matter because it's one second of hours of blathering on, like it's fine.
3: And then you got people who are just like, "Oh, you're completely undermining Chelsea Green by having her return and then look like an idiot." I, well, She's
2: she was, fine.
3: That's the point of this whole thing because her her gimmick is essentially going to be she's a Karen. Yeah. Like, for more.
2: <laughs> she, she, yeah. I mean, going back to like all of the concepts she pitched, like, but that's know, the what, thing what do you want? Shit. What do you want from this? Yeah. Oh man. They did a, uh, an only fans joke on the air too. And I was like, Oh, hey, I missed it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michael Cole was like, I have to look up some stats on Chelsea green. <laughs> And then Corey Graves was like, Oh, you can't look up that on you, you can't look at that site on your work (laughs) phone.
3: It's funny because she also closed that down when she got her uh, her contract. Yeah, well, (laughs) so funny. Um, Yeah, and then Becky goes on a tear. Then Zelina (laughs) Vega comes out and Zelina's wearing the Street Fighter gear. Oh my God,
2: the Street Fighter tie in was so (laughs) irritating to me
3: uh it was it was stupid i i'm listen i'm not a big Zelina vega fan i have my reasons Nor are I. um yeah cole, cole says the last video game he played was space invaders that was funny <laughs> and then i was reading over the um the wade keller report and he, he put in mine was tetris <laughs> oh i was like oh shit i get it <laughs> Psycho is better than Logan with the cheer, thank you very much saying I don't know how you can hear any of those one liners and still say Vince is booking behind the scenes. Yeah, link.
2: like that's, that's, I, I'm surprised it's still going. It's good to, it's good to hear it because it does add a little bit more life to it. Like, cause <laughs> that was one of my biggest gripes and it still is for Raw is the commentary and it's, it's improved quite a bit because they just get a little bit more freedom and they can, you know, talk about more than the same like eight prescribed phrases they're allowed out at any time. Like,
3: Cal Rodriguez comes out. That's nice. Um, And then Lacey Evans comes out. Okay.
2: Oh, you mean fascist Barbie. Got it. (laughs) First of all, it's Lieutenant Lacey is what they're trying. Mm, Fascism Barbie.
3: He's a stand-up maggots away from really... Salute
2: me! I was like, well, I don't know. There's definitely some military members in the audience. You'd have to figure out which ones outrank you. Like, it's complicated. You can't just command everyone to salute you. Some should. Some
3: should. She was military police. She had nothing. Like, she yeah. yeah, it was awful. Um. So Lacey comes out, and last night on or two nights ago on on SmackDown, she came out and had her re-debut match against Jasmine allure and Wins the match. Blah blah blah. Um. And then I made the joke. I was just like when lacey evans and michelle mccool look at each other in the rumble match and it's the spider-man photo (laughs) uh. and then number 25 is michelle mccool who's sitting front row center with her kids and she's like me what
2: in my hideous like brand like way to write that contract where you can advertise your terrible terrible clothes like
3: yeah so um she comes out she does a thing you know what michelle mccool still looks good like yeah yeah yeah
2: still totally
3: so yeah it, whatever I just I was waiting for more interaction between Lacey and Michelle McCool but we didn't get it because it was pretty quickly in and out yeah, yeah. Uh, Independence Hartwell comes in Sonya Deville comes in I like that Sonya was not made to look
2: stupid she's no she final was three. solid in this she was kicking out NXT girls it was good Sorry,
3: final four is Sonya Deville um, yeah. and she was and it made perfect sense to have her go that far because she has a title match on Friday against Charlotte Flair so you have to make her look at least somewhat yeah, credible
2: kind of a threat yeah
3: yeah. Uh, Shots comes out. You, sure. And then Nikki, I, I love Shotzi, but like, I didn't I know, you know, at that point, you know, um, Nikki Cross comes out. She does the warrior run down to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> she
2: bolted it's good i loved i love the long ass rap i know so many people hate it i love it i love I like it's it It's so absurdly big it's so good
3: it's not so bad it was the taking the turn people were starting to slip which made me laugh oh, yeah
2: that's even funnier keep doing it what i didn't get some faces were like just not about high-fiving the many many children on the, on the way and i was oh, like
3: many well, children hey man we still live in a COVID time uh naya uh-huh. jacks then speaking of COVID, makes her return
2: <laughs> <laughs> which i knew i knew this was coming the second the rumble started i was like oh shit yeah Nia Jax is probably coming back all these cops are yeah. getting rehired all the ttc folk getting rehired like <laughs> they're gonna do a make good yeah
3: she's the only woman who can like talk shit about literally everyone and everything related to her job and they get called back for it
2: yeah i don't know what the hell anyway she comes like, out they, Nia messed Jax.
3: Up, they messed up her uh her reveal they they basically hit her music and then started the countdown clock and then they hit the buzzer for a split second, and she was already halfway down the ring, uh, down to the ramps of the ring. Sure, whatever. I was expecting everyone to toss her out and for her to yell "My hole!" and that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where we went for this. One.
2: No, it was it was fine. The the shtick they did was okay. It was, it, it's been done a thousand times at this point, but whatever.
3: Exactly. Anyway, it was fine. It was. <laughs> bro with the super chat adrenaline. <laughs> My hole. <laughs> and Cyclops with the, uh, with the bits thank you again by the way Michelle McCool's gear was as bad as her husband on the
2: oh he's doing one of those like Whoa, I remember <laughs> when Come see I my one remember one when
3: <laughs> show. My, I one, my one dead man show is where you can hear all about my fear of
2: cucumbers oh holy hell
3: don't ask me about pickles don't put them on chicken sandwiches I only like Chick-fil-a Anyway, Rhea yeah, Ripley... Bigot me-
2: chicken. He loves the bigot chicken. That's right. Of course he would.
3: It's the only one my pastor lets me, Not let's <laughs> me <eat>. uh <laughs> Rhea Ripley wins. She goes 61 minutes, which is great. I'm really happy for Rhea Ripley. Uh, don't know how we tell the Rhea Ripley story from here on out because we got Dom Mysterio stuff. We got to wrap up and she's got to get her way into the women's title. Really, the women's division because Rhea Ripley hasn't really been
2: in the women. No, she's been beating up men all year.
3: (laughs) It's like she's been working with the guys and like she was injured and had a bunch of issues and yada yada, but like even while she was unable to wrestle, she was still doing stuff with the guys. So I was always, that's why everyone was like, oh, Rhea's gonna win the Rumble. She has to, she has to. I'm like, I don't think she does, but Clearly they have a plan at this point.
2: I think it's good. I think it's the right move. Like, I'm really excited. That finish was so beautiful. Like just that, that, that the legs whipping live out was so like vicious looking, very strong. Um <laughs> Back
3: when men were men and they didn't fear vegetables. <laughs>
2: My God. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I like, we, you could obviously do the Charlotte one. That's the easy thing. Cause they have the WrestleMania match. That was like, Mwah. Um, I, I, don't know. I think Bianca is more engaging. Cause like, uh, Rhea is this like very intimidating figure right now. Mm-hmm. Like, and, but Bianca is also like unimposing powerhouse, like baby face. So like, I think that the two like very like diametrically opposed, uh, personas really, really works. It's easy to build that. Like. Rhea has just been dominating like a lot of TV time in general. So I don't think that she needs to just be out there like beating up women in the division because she is literally leading a group of people who have been uh, a pain in the ass for over a year.
3: I agree with you and I think you make a very good point. So
2: I I don't want to see her in Charlotte because I just just don't think there's as much there. It's just it's literally the WrestleMania thing.
3: It's funny because I do want to see that versus yeah. her and Bianca. I'd rather see her in Charlotte because there's uh, there's history
2: there. There is something. yeah, it's there. Like,
3: and this is an opportunity to have Rhea right the wrong from the last WrestleMania where Charlotte won the Rumble and or not the last one, but the last time they faced off. Charlotte yeah. won the Rumble and then. She wanted the NXT championship. That was a really cool year, except for the pandemic that messed everything up. Because the 2020 Rumble, the Women's Rumble, was the NXT Women's Rumble. There were so many NXT women that showed up. Charlotte wins. And she's like, I want the NXT championship. Goes after Rhea Ripley. And it was supposed to be a big, big showing for both women. And then it didn't
2: work. No crowd makes it. Yeah.
3: Not only no crowd, but like nothing. Because that was was the, the PC mania. Yep. that was a wild wild
2: saw, yeah it? it's very i don't know i'm still on the bianca side but we'll see i'm open to either i don't hate it
3: and then they come back from commercial and they set up the ring for a hardy performance
2: why who who is te- who is who wants to tell me that this person is significant what the hell was this i've never heard of this person he doesn't look like someone who should be famous he doesn't sound like someone who should be famous the band was weird there was no bass player there were Thank two you. guitar players um there was a bass playing um, i don't Ooh. know what the hell was go- i couldn't tell if the drums were live or not because no, so, at some points it was
3: so it was entirely tracked like I who the we...
2: fuck puts fireworks on during a performance
3: okay hold on now that's a, that, that, that
2: happens so pyro so, happens explosions don't eh,
3: if you're nickelback it does um yeah like uh, first of all i thought it was gonna be rebby hardy so i was clearly sold <laughs> bill of goods there uh it wasn't good and when we were watching the watch along like two things came to mind one the, you know who he, he looks like the love child of mitch hedberg and jonathan davis of corn
2: yeah yeah that's pretty much it he also can't sing very well. And those not are some bad. of the stupidest lyrics I've ever heard uttered. And there's yeah. a lot of fair, most lyrics are not good, but like, and what the hell?
3: Even worse is, uh, how can I put this lightly? I like saliva, the band. I actually really liked the band for several years. Yeah. And I said this I did on- when
2: I was 13,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, this was yeah. country saliva. And I liked saliva. So this it's like worse than that it was so bad man it was
2: awful and i just i don't understand it i that's what i mean like because someone with money is really into this and i don't know who or why is this is this what texas is like i hope to never go
3: he's from nashville
2: but talented people live there why the hell would he get any attention
3: He thinks he's a country singer. He's not a country singer.
2: He's neither a country singer nor a rock singer. He's a horrible atrocity born of both.
3: Exactly. It was not good. Luckily, it was, uh,
2: yeah. Wow, that sucked. (laughs) That was all terrible.
3: Yeah, it was not not fun. But what was fun was the main event. Mm. Roman Reigns KO have a really solid match. Luckily, Roman kind of put a little pep in his step and his entrance didn't take 20 minutes. It only took five. Um, yeah, he—he he, Sorry, he is the least famous Hardy. I do agree with that
2: statement. I don't think he's famous. I don't know why he's being treated as such.
3: Uh, just listen, Paul, I know you're watching. Could you just announce that Poppy will perform on both nights of WrestleMania? Just put me out of my misery. We need Poppy back. 19 minutes reigns over ko they do the barricade spot so i immediately thought of you because of
2: course it was I- good here hey look the occasional barricade spot limited to to uh premium live events totally fine with me if it's being done every second week on raw i really don't care
3: during the watch along we're like how do we get to the sammy and k or sammy and reigns interaction i'm like you take out the referee and then what happens literally 10 seconds later you take out the referee and yeah. then i love the way that this starts with getting get the chair go get the chair and um what happens is sammy is so like unsure of himself and he's so like uh, conflicted eventually he gets a chair he and he goes to the wrong space to get the chair like he's, yeah, he's, he's so like he couldn't find one
2: because they all have the padded ones now and then hayman's yeah. he, he, like over here the chair under the ring dumbass like, still in
3: time but it was yeah it was very yeah, yeah. Interesting, very fun uh and then it's and then thank god it's over um and then the beatdown starts
2: my god no, no, the the that, those stare that like thank god kevin owens is okay because those that stare bump looked vicious and he did it twice and it looked horrible both times was so scared
3: i'm asking if there's if there's raw today in the chat, and I'm like, well, it's Sunday, so probably I said now when I meant not. Oh, uh,
2: see, now you look dumb.
3: <laughs> I, I corrected myself. Anyway, Uh, yeah. So so Usos beat down Sam, uh, KO some more, and uh, Solo's there too, and they're just beating him, beating him down. And Sammy's just again conflicted. He he's like, I want to stop this, but I don't know it's what like to you do. You
2: don't need to do this. Like, yeah, you, you beat him, like
3: Conscience, right? And then they pull out the the handcuffs, and of course. You know, Rhea Ripley's probably like, "What? Who raided my bag?" And so just, I hope she got them back, and uh, they they cuff up Ko, they beat him down, they do a super kick party. The young bucks are excited, and uh, then they finally get to Roman with the chair, and Sammy's like, "No, stop it!" And they do this huge, high drama, high moment. I was so good, I can't even explain it. I mean, over 20 million people have watched this on WWE's YouTube channel. And I need you to go back and watch it because it's so, so good. Everyone is playing such an incredible part. And Sammy's like, you know, you can't do this. It's over. It's done. You made your point. And Roman just starts losing his shit. And he starts saying things like, you can go back and start doing jackass shit. You know, I made you. You're Sammy Uso. You're, you know, you're, you're the guy. And then uh, eventually Sammy hits Roman with a chair.
2: And then he just turns to the Usos knowing that he's just signed his death warrant, basically. And it was, like, so... And, like, we we said this was how it was going to go down. Like, this didn't... it's It didn't get overwritten. There wasn't any, like, real... Like, this was always how it had to be. And essentially the nice, clean, easy way to get here that actually felt like something. And it was super... Like, it was so good. And yeah. then just with one twist that we didn't talk about... And that's Jay not falling in line right away, which immediately was like, oh my God, this is so perfectly circular. It's very, very satisfying because this all started with Jay and Roman. Right. And it's just like,
3: so, okay, we gotta, we gotta break this down. So first of all, yeah, you mentioned the Jay stuff. Um, there's a pay-per-view coming up in Montreal. There's a reality at play. And that is Jimmy Uso cannot make it he not across be the either. border he knows jay that. however can there is he can with petition he can um i really really think that they're gonna do sammy and roman okay and i've said this on other podcasts i'll say it again the big pop the big moment over beyond the wrestlemania shield whatever whatever dave melzer said last night about like oh you have to do sammy and roman now at wrestlemania no you, you
2: don't. don't you really
3: no, don't. You <laughs> don't because you know what you do and you're going to create a huge moment out of this Sami Zayn in his hometown coming out in a world title match for the first time in how many years with his old music, with his hair cut and his beard trimmed back to normal, back to the way that people loved him before all this shit started. That's it.
2: As the most over guy in all of WWE, being honest, like
3: he can lose. Yes. And it would be perfectly fine. And you can still do the Cody stuff. And again, you have another four weeks until WrestleMania. At that point, you have more than that. You've got six weeks till WrestleMania. At that point, you can tell that that Cody and, and Roman story, kind of off to the side, while you're building to Sammy and Roman at Elimination Chamber in three weeks. Yeah. Um, as for Jay, if the story is that Sammy and KO are going to reunite and they're going to take out the Usos at WrestleMania for the tag titles, well, Jay is going to be an integral to the ending of the Elimination Chamber match. Jay's going to be conflicted. He's going to be upset. He's going to play it off perfectly as he's really pissed off. He's like, he already posted. He's like, I'm out of the bloodline. Run it back. Me and Roman, blah, blah, blah. Jay's going to come out in support of Sammy. Sammy is somehow going to win a match, quote unquote, where the bloodline is barred from ringside at elimination chamber. Jay's going to second Sammy off to the ring and Jay is going to cost Sammy the match against Roman reigns. And then the bloodline's going to, or at least Solo, at least, is going to come out and beat down Sami Zayn afterwards. Yada, yada, yada. We get to the WrestleMania main event.
2: Yeah, thanks. Or by
3: at least the tag title match. And that's how you do it. And that's how I would do it. And we're going to find out in a few short weeks at, at Elimination Chamber how they do it. But, I mean, the way they did it last night really, really worked. And it got a lot and of people talking. sure did. I have never heard this. And it's been a long time that I've been watching wwe programming and wrestling programming i haven't heard a pop so loud that it peaked the audio on the on the feed and that happened last night i thought that was pretty cool
2: the fuck you roman chant was so and him reacting to it was so wild like
3: really good stuff and that's the royal rumble we did it in about an hour Uh, I promised everyone uh, an announcement last week and we didn't get it. So instead we're going to do it this week. Uh, Tim, do you want to, you want to, you want to lead things off here?
2: I guess. Uh, uh, Bullet point is that I'm so tired. (laughs) No, it's, I've got a, a ton of things going on right now. Like a, like a whole lot. I got a, a band that's starting to do a lot more and I have to edit a million things and I'm just, I'm getting a new studio. A thousand different things. Long short of it is that I can't watch like eight hours of content every single week. Like I I, I still like pro wrestling. I see people in the, in the comments like calling me on my shit sometimes because sometimes like I'm not giving you the the deep analysis that you deserve i'm also like not a particularly interesting perspective i don't think (laughs) like there are 300 pro wrestling podcasts and my voice is more or less just another one on the pile um and if i can't even watch the content uh is in, in as in depth of a way as most of you are i don't i don't i don't really see what value i'm adding to like the weekly discussion about the tv shows is what i'm saying but here's the thing. Um, yeah
3: i like tim yeah. i think a lot of you like tim as well i like him um, i i put this over as many times as i can to anyone who'll listen one thing and I, I said this to you tim one thing that i love about my conversations that we have is that tim is not plugged in the same way a lot of other fans who take in this kind of content are and as a result our conversations are so much more different than someone who is plugged in and reading FIFO Select all the time or reading Dave Meltzer all the time or reading or whatever it is. Tim is a little bit different and I appreciate that. And that's why, Tim, I still want to do this show with you. I think you and I have kind of talked about we're going to do this as uh, a pay-per-views, PLEs, whatever you call it. You and I will sit back. We'll talk about them because you're going to commit to those and watch those. Am I right?
2: I can watch two or three hours, you know, a week. (laughs) That's fine. Eight is is a bit much.
3: (laughs) So, yes, here I am. I'm firing Tim. Yeah. And, yeah, actually, I agree with Pro Wrestling Podcast. It it is a curse being plugged in sometimes. It's true. Uh, So because I'm firing Tim, I had to find a replacement. And so I started talking to a bunch of people, and I was just like, man, I don't know who the hell I want to do a podcast with. And then someone was like, I got an idea. And uh, so, ladies, gentlemen, and friends beyond the binary, I have a a new co-host for this show starting next Week, and they're here right now. So uh you might know this person. Say hi to Kate. Miss Kate Fabes joining us. She's Hello. Like
5: uh, you can you can call it like it is. Okay, you wanted to pop a rating. Yeah. You wanted yeah. to bring me on for the week to week. It's time for Tim to move to the part timer role. He's on the Brock Lesnar deal with this show. Yeah. He's showing up for Saudi Arabia ple every once in a Ooh, while. Yep. Yeah, He's gonna come back here. He's going to squash me in like three seconds, ending my beautiful reign. But um, very, very excited. Joel and I have talked about doing a show before, um, and it just never really got fully off the ground. We had tossed around doing a music one. We had a fun one that had a short sprint that we just never really committed to.
3: Leave <laughs> it for Tuesdays, damn it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but... Um, I'm very excited to step in here and Tim is awesome. I'm I'm so glad that his perspective is still going to be shared and that he's going to find a manageable way to participate. And yeah,
2: because they still, they still do all the little packages before the matches. <laughs> I just get to see only the best stuff and none of the terrible garbage. So I'll leave so, y'all with thanks. the terrible garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the
5: terrible garbage on a weekly basis anyway. So, exactly. uh, but, but sincerely, I, I think, um, before Fightful Overbooked, you guys had this idea and this vision to kind of build out what Fightful Overbooked... I don't know if that's too like behind the curtain, but no, no, you're fine. <laughs> the um you know, before everything kind of switched around on the intent of this channel you guys had already had the show and we're planning on building out, getting different voices and perspectives on here. And this is kind of a really cool transitional moment for that, is that this grew into something kind of organically bigger, and I think it's really, really cool that you're going to get to um, still still be on, still participate, and give your thoughts, but um, the the realization of what you guys kind of intended to do came about in this really cool way. Hi, kitty cat.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you don't so, see the cat, but they're, they're there every show.
5: <laughs> I, my dog is, like, at at my feet right now. She can't jump up right now because she has heartworm that we're getting treated. So she's like, isn't in a jumping position, but I can't wait Mm -hmm. to get her cute little face on the screen. She's a little, she's such a little angel. But um, we will keep the pets legacy going as well. Don't you worry, Tim.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And
3: and, and that's the thing. Like the content of the show is not really going to change. Like Kate and I are going to have different perspectives. hundred percent. We're still going to talk about high level stuff from the week. We're going to mess around. and like, make stupid comments i'm sure of it uh I, yeah, I know right i'm gonna have to pull kate back out of the sour zone once in a while i know it it's fine but uh we're gonna
5: have, I'm gonna to-, have to pull joel into it every now and then i know that too <laughs>
2: okay so we're swapping the roles pretty organically <laughs> yeah, gonna be okay see uh, pile driver you'll still have someone who kind of hates wrestling see
3: that's true. yeah <laughs> i when the chat was like tim why are you leaving i like that you <laughs> plenty of those people still exist on Twitter they're just I can serve
5: worse. I can serve the way I need to but <laughs> um but it, it, it's actually kind of funny though truly Joel and I talked about like okay if Tim is exiting what do we want to do and we kind of came to the conclusion that like if it ain't broke don't fix it like there there's um a really great thing that you guys have created here from not only the two of your perspectives but from a, a format perspective as well we didn't want to. Um, shift anything in a, a major direction because this is working. It's fun. It's accessible. People already love it. So I'm just gonna kind of slide in as the co-host to what's already going on. We're still gonna call it. Um, I'm I'm just gonna assume the name Tim. Right, We're on. not gonna change anything. I'm just gonna be. Kate. Joel's
2: got a thing. <laughs>
3: I gotta. Do I gotta find it. Oh shit!
2: Oh, I hope you don't have to find. You it. You can just call oh. me
5: Tim. We don't have to change a thing. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be really good. So
3: Tim, Tim I'm gonna remove you from.
5: Yeah,
2: there. yeah, I was gonna say, pop me out.
3: Yeah, hold on. Here we go. So this is this is how it's gonna look from now on. <laughs> it's literally <changed. laughs> call it <in> the ring fight. <laughs> over.
5: And if you've noticed, <laughs> yes,
3: look at
2: the logo. Miss this is Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a spl- splurge on a new one. <laughs>
5: Why bother, right? If it ain't broke, yeah. don't fix it. But yeah. a testament to what you guys have created so far. And it's I think it's gonna be really fun to, to slide into the co-hosting role and to have you involved. I, I am new Tim. I am new Tim.
3: That's right. It's just like new coat, but it's much worse.
2: <laughs> it's probably better for you. It's like new but. pitch black, but it's much worse.
5: It's kind of like how they tried to get rid of the banger bros yesterday and pet mac if he wouldn't let them. <laughs> he would yeah, be- he was just, you just like, like no. It's Sheamus- this. Seamus tweeted, the banger bros are dead. Long live the banger bros. <laughs> that killed oh,
2: me. Got his that cake and he me. got to eat it too. Oh my God. He eats very messy. He very is, gross. man. That's what, his sweaty ass. He's probably got a staph infection now.
3: Oh, that poor messy bitch.
5: Well, we all know WWE medical ain't tending to a staph infection. So good luck <laughs> with that.
3: So <laughs> Z-Pack and Sheamus.
5: That's right. That's all all right.
3: right. <laughs> all right, I think we I think we've just about sufficiently killed this business. So, uh I think it's time to get out of here. Tim, do you want to you want to do the thing where people can find you and stuff? Don't
2: find me. Leave me alone. Now. <laughs> Leave me alone. @timstoneptiambsco and ep on Instagram.
3: I don't know why I'm going to tell Kate Kate you want to plug stuff. <laughs>
5: Sure. Yeah, I talk about wrestling on Fightful a lot, mostly on Tuesdays and Fridays, but also behind the paywall on Mondays. Um I'm also at Mark Order Pod on, on Wednesday nights talking about all things AEW. And hell, if you're going on the Jericho Cruise, you can find me there, respectfully, please. Uh <laughs> but I will be on, on the Jericho Cruise at the end of the week. Very much looking forward to not having reception it's <laughs> gonna
3: lose all their money in the
5: casino only if it's a casino battle royal oh
3: man i'm already regretting this <laughs> <laughs> mission
5: accomplished
3: i'm at pearl j-o-e-l-p-a-r-l we're gonna be back next sunday at 8 p.m eastern but until then there is a ton of content here fightful overbooked go watch it go check it out do the thing ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary we'll see you in the next one cheers